This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. The BFM Breakfast Grill, connecting you to the top people and ideas. Powered by U-Mobile. 5G makes business sense. I'm Wong Xiaoning and this is The Breakfast Grill. The global halal market is already worth 3 trillion US dollars and expected to grow to 5 trillion by 2030. Malaysia should be in a position to capture a large share of this market due to the already existing halal ecosystem. But are we catalyzing our natural strengths? Do we have in place best practices for our local businesses, especially the SMEs or even MSMEs, to participate in the global halal market? For answers, this morning we turn to Cairo Aswan Harun, Chairman of Halal Development Corporation, a government agency under the Ministry of Investment, Trade and Industry. Good morning, Aswan. Thanks for joining us. Now, you know, Malaysia, we've got a global halal industry export target of 63.1 billion ringgit by 2050. So I want to know, what, how does HDC facilitate this goal, especially when there are apparently more than 300 institutions involved and even a halal industry master plan, which we will get to in a moment. Thank you. Good morning, Xiaonin. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, glad to be here today. Thank you for the invitation. Yes, uh, HDC was... Uh, uh, established mm. uh, back in 2006. Uh, it was initially uh, meant to focus on raising awareness about the uh, immense potential of our halal uh, economy in Malaysia. Um, Alhamdulillah, as a result of this growing halal industry for over the past 20 plus years, uh, many countries, including non-Islamic uh, countries, um, they have uh, indicated their um, immense interest to see uh, halal economy also to grow in their respective uh, countries. So HDC saw that opportunity, mm. although initially it was supposed to just focus in, in on Malaysian market, but of course we evolved. And now that HDC is also recognised in more than 150 countries worldwide. Okay. Well, thanks to the... Uh, uh, effort by Jakim to promote our halal certification for over mm. f- almost 45 years since the early 70s. And Halal Malaysia certification has been uh, recognised by more than 47 countries worldwide. Okay. And there are 84 certification bodies appointed by Jakim to also uh, together with Jakim to do certification in the respective countries like I mentioned. So... I think HDC is growing. We are now uh, onto the global stage. Uh, we have all the uh, network worldwide mm. and we have all the market intelligence. We know where potential uh, halal economy uh, are at the moment. Uh, like you, are, you correctly pointed out, as we speak today, the halal economy worldwide is worth a uh, uh, approximately three trillion, three trillion US, US dollars, dollars. Yeah. and it will grow. Shouting, uh, mm. it will grow up to almost five trillion US dollar by the year twenty thirty. Okay, so part of this critical uh, part of the halal ecosystem which you brought up is is this halal certification. Now, recently, our Deputy Prime Minister Datuk Sri Zahid Hamidi had noted that it can take 
nine months to even two years for the process, which he wants to shorten to mm. 30 days, right? Yeah. Now, the Department of Islamic Development Malaysia, Jakim, is agency responsible, but you were also quoted as saying that HDC is ready to cooperate with relevant parties to synergize the halal certification efforts. Now, how, how, will, that do, how will that be done? Okay, I want to get this uh, in the right context, uh, mm. Shaolin. Uh, we have this law. Uh, it is the uh, Trade Description Act, uh, yeah. 2011, Akta Perihal Dagangan, yeah? that says clearly only Jakim or the respective state Islamic Affairs Department, Jabatan Agama Islam Negeri, that have the rights to do certification and also issue the halal certificate. Mm. It's clearly stipulated in the Act. No other bodies or agencies can do that. And JAKIM plus the respective uh, state uh, Islamic department uh, are the competent authorities. Uh, and only them can issue the certificate. So I, I don't want this to be uh, misconstrued that mm. um, in Malaysia there are other bodies uh, that can also issue the, can do the certification. So in this respect, uh, HDC is ready and we are poised to work with Jakim to help expedite. Yeah, uh, how will that be done okay, then? Especially to uh, roll out our digital approval platform, uh, that to be the first national halal digital platform, mm. which we are now uh, discussing with uh, Jakim uh, through the uh, Majlis Pembangunan Industri Hala, chaired by our Deputy Prime Minister. Mm. Uh, this platform will be able to serve as a, a digital platform that will govern all the processes uh, from pre-approval uh, to approval and to post-approval. Okay. Now, when it comes to approval, definitely it will only be uh, Jakim or the respective Jabatan Agama Islam Negeri that will handle it. But to prepare the uh, application, especially coming from multinational companies and also manufacturers, uh, HDC, uh, we are ready to assist, uh, to guide them, mm. to make sure the application is complete. So can we get to 30 days, uh, which uh, is what our DPM wants? Yes, yes. How soon so, will that so, be achieved? Okay, now, we, I mean, we need to prepare the digital platform mm. as of now. And mm. once it's ready, I think by the first quarter next year, like uh, Deputy Prime Minister has actually promised, he wants, it to, he wants it to be resolved by the year end. I think next year we should be able to roll out the, progr the program. Mm. And you should see once uh, every application is, is complete, I think for Jakim to uh, do the uh, approval within 30 days is something... Uh, realistic and uh, achievable so but what's more important is the post approval you know because yeah. post approval shown uh, it involves uh, a periodical a periodical audit mm. and i think it's to between every 6 months to a year that um, uh, it has to be audit has to be carried out okay to ensure compliance to standards all right now the addressable market for the halal industry is global but for Malaysia to be thrived, there has to be this trusted certification process, which you say exists. But the issue I have is that there is no universal certification standard, right? Mm. So how does HDC overcome this? 
Uh, when there's no universal standards, of course, there's an opportunity for Malaysia to promote. Uh, we are lucky that we have had uh, our standards, uh, mature standards mm. uh, in place for many years. Uh, thanks to JAKIM and also our Jabatan Standards Malaysia. Uh, there are, uh, I think, about uh, 15 standards by uh, Jabatan Standards Malaysia. And uh, this includes the well-known uh, MS uh, 1500 on halal food, uh, MS uh, 2424 on halal pharmaceuticals, okay. and MS uh, 2400 on halal supply chain, such as logistic and warehousing. These are the three well-known standards. Mm. And they so, are universally recognised? Yes, the, 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 I was about to say that, Shani, mm. you know, because of um, the image uh, that uh, Jakim and Malaysia has has promoted in the past, mm. our standards uh, have been the reference for many countries worldwide. So especially on these three uh, items that I've mentioned, halal food, pharmaceutical and uh, halal supply chain. Okay. So at the moment, Malaysia offers nine halal certification schemes, uh, which include F&B products, food premises and operators, slaughterhouses, halal halal supply chain, uh, consumer goods, uh, skincare and uh, cosmeticals, pharmaceuticals, uh, OEM manufacturers, and also medical device. These are the nine uh, so-called uh, schemes, mm. uh, and uh, we have uh, Malaysia has businesses has thrived in this in these business segments okay so i, I think uh, both jakim and actually we're going to focus on, on on this okay so those are the core sectors now we mentioned earlier that malaysia's halal certification uh recognized by 84 halal certification Bodies, agencies uh, in 46 countries 47 countries, countries uh, worldwide yeah. there's a goal of hitting 100 countries yeah. giving malaysia a wider market now tell us how challenging is the process of attaining this official certification in each country and is it very much g to g driven yes it's g to g driven but like i said uh, jakim has been the focal uh, 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 agency mm. in malaysia and has been a uh, global reference okay so for us to promote our standards worldwide uh, it's it's not that difficult i think uh, countries are coming to us i'll give you one example I followed uh, Prime Minister Anwar Ibrahim to Vietnam recently during his official visit. Um, the government of Vietnam uh, clearly stated that they want to have the uh, mm. halal economy and halal ecosystem established there through our help. And they want our standards to be also uh, replicated there and, and, and established in Vietnam. So what we offered them was basically, you know, you can engage us. Uh, we're going to help you to build your halal economy there and the ecosystem plus legislation. So this can be done through a halal diplomacy approach, mm. which is uh, a concept that being mooted by Datuk Sri uh, Ahmad Zahid recently because uh, the strength that we have shown in is the, the, the established ecosystem okay. and the halal standards. Uh, it has been provo- proven for over 40 years. So, and it has been the reference for many countries worldwide. So, they are eager to have our number one uh, experience, uh, know-how, knowledge and uh, capabilities to also be established in their respective countries. So, so in the case of Vietnam, definitely we're going to 
assist them. But in return, uh, because we are promoting this concept of halal diplomacy, it should be a two-way traffic. Yeah, for sure. We we help them, mm. but at the same time, they're going to open up opportunities for our businesses to to go into uh, Vietnam's uh, halal economy to trade, to transact, and even to invest. So, and then they should be done with uh, little uh, barriers to entry and uh, favorable tariff. I hope that this can be achieved through halal diplomacy. On the breakfast grill this morning is Cairo Azwan Harun, chairman of the Halal Development Corporation. After the break, what is HDC doing to help SMEs penetrate the global halal market and the halal industry master plan that we have? Stay tuned for that, BFM 89.9. You are listening to The Breakfast Grill, brought to you by U-Mobile. 5G makes business sense. BFM 89.9, welcome back to The Breakfast Grill and the hot seat this morning is Cairo Azwan Harun, Chairman of Halal Development Corporation. Before the break, their role in in the halal industry and how they can improve the certification process to improve the ease of doing business. Now, one of the goals of this government um, is, of course, growing our economy. Mm. And I think a lot of it has to do with this, you know, we've rolled out many plans in the process and one of which is, of course, the 2030 Halal Industry Plan. Launched this year, four broad objectives, seven strategic trusts and specific KPIs, like an 11% contribution to GDP by 2030. Halal exports of 70 billion, also by that same time period. But I want to know, as one who's tracking these figures, especially since the issue here in Malaysia is that there are many multi-government agencies and ministries involved. Otherwise, sometimes it just becomes another policy paper that is forgotten. Yeah, I, I don't think that we should allow um, this good plan to just mm. uh, to be another policy paper. HDC is the uh, main secretariat for the Majlis Pembangunan Industri Halal. It's the Jawatan Kuasa Cabinet. It's yeah. Cabinet Committee on Halal Economy. Uh, we are the uh, caretaker of the uh, plan, uh, Halal Industry Master Plan 2030. As you correctly pointed out, we have this aspiration, we have these targets. By the year 2030, we should achieve more than 230 billion ringgit of uh, exports. At the moment, what we did in 2022, we recorded uh, almost 60 billion ringgit worth mm. of exports. So it's a tall order, uh, Shonin, that we need to... And you're it, keeping track of everything? Yes, we need to bring it up to <laughs> more than 230 billion uh, ringgit by the year 2030. Uh, we aspire to contribute more than 10% to the nation's GDP by then. Yeah. Yes, we are keeping track on, on this. Uh, at the moment, uh, of the last year's recorded exports, 60 billion ringgit, um, more than 70 billion sorry, more than 70% mm. uh, were contributed by MNCs. Okay. But so, Aswan, just very quickly, sorry. is it a mm. problem to coordinate all the activities? Because in, in the past Malaysia, we have ministries and agencies working in silos. And this across, goes across different ministries and agencies. Is it different now in this era? It's a, it's a tough uh, mm. um, um to actually coordinate, actually. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you, you're right. There are more than 300 bodies, uh, agencies plus NGOs. So, but with the uh, advent of uh, digitalization and, mm. uh, of course, uh, uh, technology and innovation, I think with the uh, uh, creation of NHDP, we should be able to uh, smoothen 
the coordination process. Okay. And uh, Datuk Sri, Dr. Mazet Hamidi has a very clear vision here. Of course, with uh, Prime Minister Anwar Ibrahim has actually instructed uh, this needs to be uh, smoothened uh, because mm. we need to see more uh, SMEs and MSMEs to be onboarded onto halal economy. And therefore, we will take them to also... The next uh, penet- level. Yes, yeah, next level to penetrate the global export markets. We have international outsourcing uh, uh, partnership uh, program, mm. uh, programs with uh, multinationals in Malaysia. That uh, uh, It's, it's uh, a program by uh, HDC mm. and that offers opportunities for uh, SMEs and uh, micro SMEs to uh, also produce through OEMs to go into the uh, uh, supply network okay. of these MN- MNCs. Because I read what's interesting is that, you know, our SMEs only contribute about 20% of the 60 billion hala exports that yeah. we currently are doing yeah. versus the MNCs who are doing the bulk. So really, what are we doing to actually improve the market share of our SMEs? Uh, HDC is also tasked to train uh, Okay. Uh, Malaysian SMEs and MSMEs with the number one, their talent pool that will be able to assist them to for compliance. Companies uh, that are uh, registered as halal uh, halal uh, uh, companies, uh, number one, compliance uh, to standards and integrity needs to be adhered to. Okay. Uh, Jakim has imposed that every uh, registered halal uh, company in Malaysia needs to employ at least two uh, halal executives and halal auditors. So HDC, we are training this uh, talent pool and uh, with the uh, uh, these halal executives and halal auditors uh, being employed by SMEs. They will Can they afford to do so if they are a small business though? Uh, th- that's why we are promoting this through uh, international uh, outsourcing programs. Uh, okay. While they are also um, trying to sell their uh, goods and services, but with the help of multinationals, yeah. uh, their goods and services will be also onboarded into the uh, larger uh, supply chain mm. and but markets. But this would mean that only a certain size of SME would have access then? Uh, yeah, the HDC together with Maida, we need to also mm. through Miti, we need to we need to enhance the um, capacity and capability of these SMEs. Okay, there are many programs uh, under Miti under uh, Minister Tukuzafrul that uh, uh, we aspire to have more uh, SMEs and mm. MSMEs to be uh, halal uh, certified ready uh, to to go on to the certification process. Okay. Uh, but of course, capacity building at mm. their level must be must be enhanced. That includes uh, also financing scheme yes. for them. Yeah, so what kind of excess of cap- to capital do they have? Because I assume sometimes maybe, you know, the tradi- traditional conventional Sharia banks may, may be reluctant to lend to small companies. Oh, although I, I beg to defer there. I mean, uh, there are also a lot of local and international banks mm. uh, that have approached us at HDC to work with us. Uh, I mean, I won't mention <laughs> names of the banks here, but I, I know for the fact that they have set aside uh, some 100, 200 million uh, funds. Just to, for them? Just for to see... A local SMEs uh, to be uh, to have capacity building program under okay. the financing so that they'll be onboarded into the global halal supply chain. And recently we've signed with SME Bank uh, during MIHAS. 
that we we work together with uh, SME banks to offer uh, more flexible and uh, uh, I would say friendly terms of financing beginning next year. Mm. I okay. was I was told that it'll be the fund will be about three uh, hundred million ringgit beginning the first quarter next year to be offered. So you are SME wanting to get into the halal business, you know which bank to turn to. Yeah. Of course, Mihas is the Malaysia International Halal Showcase. Uh, but as well, let's talk about MNCs. We talked about that just very briefly. Now, we know the government is uh, driving FDI in mm. flow. So how do we make Malaysia a halal production hub to actually attract MNCs to make this their new, you know, their new halal production uh, hub for Southeast Asia or yeah. even global. We've had some success stories. Yeah. We had Ajinomoto. Yeah, they're already here. You mm. know, we have FNN, but we need to do much more, more much more. more, because the competition is intense. Correct. Thailand, Indonesia, all want a slice of this pie too. Correct, yeah. These are, especially our neighbouring countries, they are stepping up on the uh, effort to uh, attract uh, multinational companies to relocate and, and make their respective countries as their halal hub. But mm. Malaysia is again is we are already at the advanced stage. There are many multinational companies. Uh, I can mention like Nestle, Dutch Lady. They're mm. already making. They've made Malaysia as their uh, halal center of excellence. So we need to have more. That's why the halal diplomacy concept is so crucial. Uh, the strength that we have again, Shani. I like to reiterate here. Mm. The halal certification is like a commodity for us. Okay, so it's been sought after uh, by many uh, MNCs worldwide, just to have our uh, Malaysia halal Malaysia certification, because they believe with our halal Malaysia certification, it can it will bring them to new halal markets worldwide. You know, mm. as we speak, it's worth three trillion US dollar now. Yes. So with halal Malaysia certification, they all believe that it will. Be, make them able to penetrate these markets. So what we are telling them, look, okay, we will help you with our certification, but you got also to contribute back to Malaysia. Why don't you relocate some of your operations into Malaysia? And who's coming then, Aswan? I, I, there are <laughs> many in the pipeline. Mm. Uh, I, w- I will mention the countries, but not the, not the name of the companies. Some some from Japan, from China, from Australia, which which have met mm. uh, through contacts. Uh, that they're willing to say yes. I mean, if if we can get the certification, give us two to three years, we'll come here and relocate, and bring our uh, processing plant here in Malaysia. And that's why I said to them, look, we, we we can give you this, but you come here, you open up job opportunities for our Malaysians. At the same time, the pro- the product that you or the goods that you produce here will be also recognized as our Malaysia, our exports. Mm. And therefore, once you are exporting out from Malaysia, it will definitely add to our export value. Okay, in the last minute that we have, you know, I want to know your role in this agency because you were formerly a senator, former AMNO <laughs> vice youth chief. So some would say you are a political appointee, but what do you intend to achieve as the chairman of HDC? I know you're going to get to that. <laughs> uh, Yes, I was a senator and I was actively in uh, Amno Youth. Yeah. But uh, uh, when it comes to discharging my duties as chairman of the board of HDC, uh, being someone who comes from a finance background, I was a company's auditor before with Ernst & Young. <laughs> I'm probably saying so. <laughs> so I, I think I, I'll display my professionalism at the highest standard here. I was also the chairman of Malaysia Adventures Brahat. Previously, before mm. I came into into HDC, yes, uh, uh, I will discharge my duties accordingly, and I make sure that 
professionalism and then the ethics and you know, a good governance uh, uh, is in place just to ensure that the government's aspiration will be achieved. On that note, thank you for your time today. The Breakfast Grill was Cairo Aswan Harun, Chairman of Halal Development Corporation. I'm Wong Xiaoning, BFM 89.9. The BFM Breakfast Grill, brought to you by U-Mobile. 5G makes business sense. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.